Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host, performance coach and life enthusiast, Candace Harvey. Whether you're a business owner, an employee, or none of the above, this Shake Up is for you. In this podcast, I'll be talking about all things human behavior, why people do what they do, but more importantly, why people don't do what they wish they could do. While sharing experiences, expertise, and mindset hacks, all of which helped me move from simply going through the motions to now living a life where I look forward to Monday. Yes, I'm one of those people. My full-time job is to support people, whether one-on-one, groups online, or in corporate workshops, to get themselves out of their own way, throw their excuses in the bin, achieve more, and feel better than ever before. So if you're ready for a shake-up, to learn something new and apply something different to your life that is simple, fun, and feels more like you, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, home of the Gubby Gubby people and the Jinnaburra people, whose lands and waters we all now share. And I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hello, hello, hello. Yep, you get three hellos. You're welcome. I am your host, Candace Harvey, and you are listening to the Shake Up Podcast. And today's episode is a topic that I not only talk to my clients about at this time of month every month. But the process that I'm going to share with you is a process that I myself use, and I've been doing it for a while now. And it's actually one of those things where I can't believe I didn't used to do it. You know, I really do think about how I used to end my month and how I just walk on into the next month without doing what I do now, you know, and so many people don't do it, but it really does make such a difference. Um, So in today's episode, I am going to share with you the three must do's before the end of the month. And it has nothing to do with, I don't know, tidying up your emails or making sure you're on top of your invoicing and cleaning your desk, which I know is actually very important. And if you haven't done all of those things, absolutely get on top of it. It's also a little bit boring. These things that we're going to go through today are not boring. I mean, I'm biased. It's it's kind of my process. But these are also the three must do's before the end of the month, but only if you're interested in next month being a goodie, right? So if not... If you're okay with a repeat of this month, or if you're happy to just see what happens and hope for the best, like you be you, but maybe don't worry about this episode. Maybe just hold out until next week's episode of the Shake Up Podcast, where I will be chatting to Scott Baker, the managing partner of Baker Advice Group, and we actually have a chat, an amazing chat, about how to balance productivity with banter in the workplace. I absolutely loved this conversation with Scott, and I know you guys are going to love it too, but also... Right now, this is not about Scott Baker. This is about the fact that it is the end of another month. So if you want to learn how to set yourself up for success for the month ahead, keep listening in today's episode and also keep coming back to it. You know, a lot can happen in one month. And when you get to the end of the month, you might think, what were those three must do's before the end of the month if I want next month to be a goodie again? And the cool thing about having a podcast or subscribing to my podcast, hint, 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 nudge, nudge, have you actually hit that subscribe button? Yeah, you should totally do it. You can actually be able to go back and listen to it at the end of the month so that you won't forget any of the important bits, which is pretty cool. So if you have decided to listen on, you are probably in one of two categories. Now, the first category is that you currently have no must-dos at the end of every month. You simply close a month and you step on into the next month. You might be someone who thinks about what's to come and what you want to do, like, but you also might not be, right? But you don't have anything structured that you necessarily do just yet. 
That's the first category. Now, the second category of the people who are listening right now are the people who either have a process that they follow at the end of the month already. And, you know, let's be honest, some months you do it, some months you don't, and some months have been great, and some months you just like haven't had time to do it, right? Or in this category as well, you're just super interested in having an even better end of month process than you currently have. So either way, I am so glad you're here. But to start with, this process needs some time. And not loads of time, which I think is one of the reasons why people don't do this is because, you know, number one, they don't feel like they have time for anything extra, right? Or number two, they don't know what they're actually doing, right? But we're going to cover the don't know what they're actually doing part in today's episode. But in terms of time, this is a really important part. So many people give more time to like, I don't know, Netflix or more time to scrolling social media then they actually do setting themselves up for success for a great day ahead, a great week ahead, a great month ahead. And it's kind of just hit me that was actually a really bad example on reflection because people actually spend a freaking lot of time on social media and Netflix. And there I am telling you that this process today is not going to take you much time. So hang on a minute. i got to think of a better example. So many people give more time to trying to work out what to have for dinner each week right? Like think about how much time we spend to that or more time, I don't know, fluffing the pillows, whether they're on your bed or the couch, right? That's actually all I've got. I just wanted to think about something where it's what people do all the time. Like they seem to find time for this stuff, but they'll do that over dedicating an hour, an hour and a half to ensuring what's to come, to making sure that their next month is actually an even better month than what they've had, right? So now I get it because we are actually a society of very time poor people. We are a society who gets really distracted so friggin' easily. We're a society who feels completely knackered come Friday. But at the same time, we are also a society who is busting to have the best life possible because we know or we think we know that we only get one shot at this thing called life. So we actually have no choice but to make it an absolute goodie. Now, the whole time poor thing and feeling like we just don't have enough time to do the things that we want to do is one of the main biggest reasons as to why I created my eight-week program called Peak State, you know, where it really is about reconnecting back to who you are, but also to get back to basics on what is important. What should we be spending our time on? You know, to really try and scratch away the stuff that we have been prioritized as important, prioritizing as important for such a long time and realizing, you know what? It's actually not that important. I've got this a little bit skewed. I need to actually focus my time on what is going to set me up for success moving forward or, you know, setting myself up for being the best version of me or setting myself up to being just happier next month than I was the previous month. Yeah. Now, last month, some of you may have seen if you follow me on social media um, or if you are a subscriber of my mailing list, P.S., if you are neither of these two things, you are missing out. So jump on that ASAP. But if you are a follower of Candace Harvey, you would have seen that I had a special 90-minute offer going last month, which was so much fun. It's actually ended now, um, and it's ended because I don't typically work with people in a one-off type of arrangement, so it was very rare. But also the offer was for 90 minutes with me for us to set you up for an epic 90 days, right? Now, a bunch of people signed up and I loved every single bloody minute of it. It was so much fun because I met brand new people who I didn't even know before but saw this offer and they were like, yes, please. But it definitely attracted busy people, right? Like the 90-minute offer attracted people who wanted a great 90 days and 
you know, the fact that it was going to happen in 90 minutes was very appealing, right? Like I totally get it. Like who wouldn't want that? But here's the thing. Planning isn't actually lengthy, right? Planning can take as long or as short as you want it to take. So for the sake of this process and what I'm going to share with you, the three things that you must do before the end of the month, give yourself an hour if you can, right? Like that's all you're actually going to need. And whenever I do this process, I actually really look forward to it. Like I don't jam the hour in between sessions or do it when I'm pooped at the end of the day or when I'm just trying to like shove it to get it done. God, the word shove it sounds aggressive sometimes, doesn't it? Like shove it, right? But I actually make time especially for it. Like I get comfy, I get my diary, I get a pen and paper. I make sure it's time where I can just be on my own, like not on the kitchen table with my cute husband walking around. Like I do it when I can close the door and have some me time, right? Time to really dedicate fully to the idea of having a brilliant month next month. So do that first, make sure that we're not squeezing it on in or shoving it on in anywhere, that you're actually setting yourself up at the end of every month for time that is purely dedicated to this process, to really enjoy it, to gift yourself this time, like you freaking deserve it. You know, you've gone through this month, there've been some great bits, some horrible bits, some exhausting bits, some annoying bits, and you deserve to be able to have some time that's just for you to not only set yourself up, but to really get yourself feeling like next month could actually be the best month that I've ever had and enjoy it. So let's jump in. The first must do before the end of the month is number one, reflect on the month. That's the first bit, reflect on the month. And this is not just thinking about you know, what you've actually done, like just reflecting. And I'm, cause I want to really be able to share with you the way that I do it. I think a lot of people can think reflect and you can just think back and go, yeah, cute. It was a good month next because we want to be able to do this properly because reflecting on the month that's been before focusing on what you want ahead is so important. And it's something that people tend to skip entirely, which makes it just another month, right? The year can fly by and people think, well, that month wasn't all I hoped it would be, but next month it's going to be better. So they get pumped about the month ahead and making it better, but better than what? What if when taking time to reflect on the month just gone that you realize a lot of great things actually happened? What if taking time to reflect gets you realizing like, wow, I actually need to do more of that next month because that was actually the best. So the first month's do is actually broken down into three parts. And this is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now I want you to look back at the month just been, and I want you to write out everything that was good about it. What went well? What was awesome? What are you proud of? What did you achieve? All of it. This is your time to be your biggest cheerleader. This part, I like to look back on my calendar and even my photos in my phone as a memory reminder. And I write everything down from figures in my business to moments with friends, to things I did on the weekend, anything and everything that made me smile. That's good, right? So you want to be able to write all that down. And I spend ages on this part, like anything that pops up. I don't just rush through it. I really sit with it. I'm like, and what else? And what else? And what else was good? And it's like, oh yeah, I had that conversation. Like that was actually hilarious. I'm going to write that down. Or I loved how it wasn't actually planned. And my friend actually picked me up for coffee when I was in between meetings and it was just the best. Like I'm going to write that down, right? Whatever it was, write it down. Then you go into the bad. Now the bad is really being honest with yourself and writing out where you know you could have done better, but didn't, right? Like you could have done better but you didn't. Now, these are maybe the things that you just let slide, the things that you you could have actually prevented. 
And maybe they're the things that you're actually not super proud of for the month just gone. These are also your big learnings. So it's important that we look back and really think about them before going in to the next month. You know, maybe when you look at your bad things, you're like, I definitely could have been going to the gym a little bit more and I just didn't. You know, maybe I really could have been after work making an effort to go for a walk and I just wasn't. Maybe I could have contacted that person who I said I was going to and I just didn't, whatever it was. But let's just focus on the bad. These are the things that you could have done better, but you just didn't. And then finally, the ugly. These are the unexpected things. These were actually the things that were impossible to catch, the things that caught you completely off guard, things you weren't expecting to happen but did, things that shocked you. Maybe you realized something about someone close to you. Maybe something in your business happened that has never happened before. I want you to think back and write them all down. Things that just came out of the blue and you're like, whoa, that hit me in the face. Wasn't expecting that. That goes under your ugly category, right? So it's your good, your bad, and your ugly. The good things that happened this month, the bad things that you could have been better at, but you weren't, and the ugly things that you just weren't expecting to happen, but they did. Now, reflection is not a nice to have. It's essential. And I often share that with clients, that I'm just a huge reflector, especially in my last few years of being in human resources. It was so important for me to look back on the week that was and determine what worked for me and for my team and what didn't so that we could learn from it the following week. But since being in my business full time, I am now a daily reflector and I love it. I literally spend five minutes at the end of each day and reflect on the day that was, but mainly the good bits, you know, my wins, the great coaching sessions I had, the text messages from clients or even friends that I received, the phone calls that I had, you know, getting out to the beach when I wanted to keep working, anything and everything that can be celebrated these days, I do it. And guess how it makes me feel? Freaking awesome. I don't want the best bits to slip by me and go unrecognized. I want to give them attention. And I also don't want the learnings to slide by either because I don't want to make the same mistakes unintentionally the following months ahead. So reflecting on your month is the very first must do, right? Reflecting on the month. Now, the second must do before the end of each month, if you want next month to be a goodie, number two is decide what's most important next month. So number two is decide what's most important next month. I was sharing in my happiness first corporate workshop last week that we can have it all, We just can't have it all at once. And I think this is where a lot of overwhelm comes from and also why people don't even, you know, try and attempt to plan out the month ahead because it just feels too much. There's too much to do and I have no idea how or who I'm going to help to, you know, for me to get it all done. You know, I think even as little kids, we're actually taught that we can be and have whatever we want as long as we work hard for it. Like was anyone else ever told that like I was. And I thought it was brilliant, right? Like I could do and have anything I wanted. I just had to do the work. So we believe it and we grow up wanting a million things. So for some, it's like, okay, well, I want a career and I also want a family and I also want to enter a bikini competition and see how great my body can be. And I also want to become really good at pottery. And I also want to have quality friendships where I see them regularly. And I also want to make sure that I spend loads of time with my husband and that we book in date nights all the time and I earn good money and I'm consistent on social media. And then we quickly realize like, shit, life is hard, right? So we can absolutely have it all. Of course you can. This is your one precious life but you can't have it all at once. And it's insanity to think you can. So the second must do at the end of each month, it is is to decide what's most important for next month. 
You know, is it getting on track, back on track with your health and, health and fitness? Is it doing something brave and pretty scary in your business? Is it having a difficult conversation with someone in your life that you've been putting off? You know, whatever it is, I want you to really think about it and think about what it would be like to tick it off, to achieve it, you know, to not have it something that's taking up time and space in your head anymore, that it's finally done. So what is most important for next month? And focus on that. So that's the second one. And then the final must do before the end of the month, if you are wanting next month to be a goodie, is to schedule in fun. Number three is to schedule in fun. I want you to look at your calendar and I want you to decide where and how, what you are going to do next month that is purely for fun. It's not for work. It's not for anything except to tick the box of fun in your life. Because if we're not having fun, what are we doing, right? As adults, fun is usually the first thing to go or it's the last thing on the list of priorities, which is weird because as kids, it's our number one priority, right? Like fun is more important than brushing our teeth. Like fun is more important than giving mum a hug and a kiss, right? Like fun is definitely more important than cleaning your room. But as adults, everything trumps fun. The laundry, the food shopping, the cleaning, the relaxing, the Netflixing, all of it. It's all more important than fun. So even though all of those things need to get done, I get it, so does fun. You're not going to get to the end of your life and be really proud of yourself. You were always on top of your washing, right? Like go you, you were always on top of your washing, you know, and even though you were, that just meant that you couldn't fit in more fun, but you were on top of your washing. And I guarantee you won't be stoked with yourself for working on weekends when you could have been having fun. So let's get our priorities right now and schedule fun in now before the month actually starts and make it a non-negotiable. I make my clients do this so often. We look at the month and we're like, what are you doing for you? What is exciting? Like get you, I want you to feel excited before the month actually starts. I don't want you going into a month, rolling your eyes so far back into the back of your head that you see your brain. That's horrible start. I want you to be able to look at your calendar and be freaking excited about the month to come, right? Like, what do you want to do for fun this month? Think about it. You know, maybe it is to see a friend that you haven't seen in ages, get in contact with them, lock a date in, have it in there. You know, I do this regularly with some of my oldest friends. They're not old in age as in they've been around a really long time. <laughs> we do have a few gray hairs now, but I'm missing the point. But we actually really make sure that we always have a date in the diary to be able to catch up. And that date is actually the time of recording. It's tomorrow that I'm actually seeing the girls and we're all flat out. We've all got so much to do, but we make it a non-negotiable. Like it's happening tomorrow and we all walk away from it going, that was the absolute best because it's locked in, Right. Maybe for you this month or next month, it's about having a massage or treating yourself to a facial. Maybe it's a weekend away. Maybe it's exploring somewhere new on the weekend. Anything that is fun for you, lock it in, give it a date and time and make it happen. So there are your three must do's before the end of the month. If you want next month to be a goodie. So as a recap, number one is reflect on the month, really allow yourself to have some time to think about the good, think about the bad, think about the ugly, soak it up. Don't rush on into the next month before you've reflected on the month that was. Number two, decide what's most important for next month. Really sit down and go, if there was only one thing that I was able to do next month, what would that actually be? What would get me to the end of next month and be like, oh, that was a brilliant month. What do you actually need to focus on? And number three, what are you going to do for fun? And not only what are you going to do for fun, lock it in. 
actually put time in your calendar, speak to whoever you need to speak to make it happen, lock it in, get it done, have fun. Because when you're reflecting next month and you're going through your good, I want that to be one of the things. I want it to be the fact that you're really proud of yourself, that you made time for fun. And this sort of stuff is contagious, right? Even just talking about this now and sharing this with friends and family and saying, what are we going to do next month for fun? I want to start locking in fun. It gets adults who don't actually think about it that often, it gets them thinking about it. Gets them thinking, oh my gosh, this is actually what we should be doing, right? It's not a roll your eyes sort of thing. I mean, it might be initially for some people, but that's just because they don't have much fun going on. You want to be able to prioritize fun because if we're not having fun, what are we actually having, right? So I really hope that this has helped today. These are the three must-dos before the end of the month if you want next month to be a goodie. If you have any questions, let me know. If this was one of your favorite episodes, please do write a review for me. And I think you need to like press five stars. I think that's what you need to do. And if you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. This is it for another episode on the Shake Up podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, next time's when we're going to be with Scott Baker. Can't wait for that conversation. But have fun and shake things up. <laughs>